Welcome to the Traders Show. This show is brought to you by Pepperstone. Pepperstone is an award-winning online global forex and CFD broker. It offers unparalleled service, exceptional pricing, and fast execution speed. Pepperstone gives you access into the global markets with more trading opportunities, first-class customer service, and peace of mind. Withdrawals are quick, and for those in Kenya, M-Pesa is enabled. Pepperstone Markets is regulated by the Capital Markets Authority. To open an account with Pepperstone, you can click the links on the descriptions below. Hello, hello, traders. Welcome back to another episode of The Traders Show. Uh, this is episode 7, season 2. And today we're going to talk about a very, very interesting topic in line with what is going on in the world. Uh, so over the last few days, I think eight days to be precisely, we've seen Ukraine, uh, Russia attack Ukraine. So there is a lot of geopolitical tension going on with countries now taking sides, some people uh, merging and getting united, others not delivering their stance like China. And we thought it was wise for us to look at what has happened historically in line with what is currently happening. Because as much as we may try to avoid the point, I think history tends to repeat itself, or rather history will rhyme. So there will be some similarities in what is currently going on uh, to what has happened in the past. And we are going to talk about geopolitical tensions and how they affect markets. It's not only military wars which are currently going on, uh, the economic wars, so the sanctions, how will they affect markets, and we're going to shed some light on some of those things, and we hope you'll enjoy and learn from the topic. My name's Akian. Alongside me, I'm joined by two of my colleagues who will introduce themselves, and then we'll jump into the topic. Hey, hey, what's up, guys? Hope you're all well. Welcome to our podcast here again. So as Ken said, we'll talk about a few geopolitical things, what we understand uh, about war. Uh, I think Taras has some content on history, how things have been happening. But we'll share what we know so far. In last week's podcast, we also tried to touch a bit just our own opinions on what we think about the war in Ukraine and all that. It's very interesting to watch this. As I said last week, it's things we've been reading, things we've been looking at history, but now we're seeing it live. Okay, and how it's affecting the market. We're right in the middle of it and also participating uh, in terms of how we react in the market. So it's an interesting topic. We'll cover what we know. And from there, I'm sure also you guys will learn a thing or two. So that's that's it from me. Hello. Hello, traders. Uh, my name is Taras. Uh, it's, it, it, we are in a very, very interesting time in the world, uh, in, in history. And for sure, for sure, we can't, we can't move away from this topic again. So last week we had, uh, we had an intro into what is going on geopolitically in the world. And over this, uh, that day, actually the first day, the day we were shooting, it was, I think the first day of the war. Yeah. The first day they invaded, they, they invaded Ukraine. The first day? Yeah, yeah, it was day one. That was the day the market was up. Oil was up, I think 10%. Oh, okay, uh, okay. The day uh, Moex also went down about 20%. 20%. So. It's been almost a week now, and we are, I think we're just here to give you updates on, uh, on what has been going on in the markets. Uh, basically, our research on history, because during these times, a uh, 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 good thing with markets is you move with the markets and you research more about like how historically the events happening right now, the events in history similar like this have affected markets. So like if you look at 2020, you are focusing on how uh, pandemics affect markets. Uh, this year, war is here and it's, and, and it's escalating really, really fast. Uh, many people are thinking the war will escalate to a point whereby, actually, not many people are thinking the U.S. is 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 already the, uh, thinking of sending troops. So they started by sending uh, uh, military aid that that was just uh, uh, weapons and stuff. Then uh, sanctions came in. Now they are planning on sending uh, their own men. So that will, if they now send their own men, I think that will escalate the war even more because now that starts that now starts becoming a. Uh, world war basically other other countries are coming in uh physically to 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 help ukraine so i think uh, we had a very interesting uh part in history a lot of uncertainty is also uh uh according to how markets uh w- w- will react markets are very uncertain places but during such times the uncertainty doubles so we literally don't know how markets will react in the uh will react in the uh, in the long term but we have some ideas which we will share with you uh, how 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 we've seen markets reacting over the past week and some reasons to those moves. We've seen oil uh, uh, last week. Oil had a uh, ten percent move, crashed, uh, 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 wiped out all uh, all the gains again. The following day, then this week again, it's up until uh, I think one fifteen can. 
115 right now so oil is becoming very very expensive in the market actually just the whole commodity market is becoming very very expensive today I was watching wheat corn soya beans markets are uh, uh, commodities commodities markets are skyrocketing so we're going to talk about the uh, events happening in markets the histo- historically what uh, how 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 war has affected markets and uh, basically also our stories to on how we are we are trying to 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 cope up with the, with the current market environments uh, in terms of our own trading so i think that is it can you can start off okay so i think for us to like just start off i was thinking we should just start with the military war that is currently going on so what is currently going on between russia and ukraine Uh, over the last 100 years or something we've seen world war 1 we saw world war 2 and we've also seen some minor wars between that time period uh, for example in 2014 we had again russia with ukraine again there was a scuffle between the two and that led to some impacts in the market but when there's a war obviously wars don't end up like most people think i think that's one thing that i've learned from looking at history there's a lot that changes when you're going into war and your plan what you currently prepared for could end up easily uh taking you to places where you never thought for example what is currently going on between ukraine and russia mm-hmm. in one, two, three, four, five years i don't know how long it will take or in even in a few weeks a few months history will tell us whether what is happening is what was planned by russia or things never turned out the way they expected because if you listen to many military generals brigadiers especially those ones who've retired Most of them think what is currently happening is not what Russia had planned. Uh the idea was to divide the world, mm-hmm. but it's clearly not really really working because mm-hmm. as much as uh we don't have a clear picture on some nations what they think about the war for example China, other nations I think over 100 countries now are at least united and they are all condemning what is happening between Russia and Ukraine, mm-hmm. right? But first let's go back a little bit and try and think about first of all why is the war happening which we did some time back but just before we go on uh, why is the war happening and what are the impacts of the war for example uh, right now russia has so many sanctions the rob- rubble has collapsed rubble russian rubble exactly whatever you'll call it the russian currency is down significantly i think it's traded at the lowest it's ever traded in yeah. the history of currencies and there's some speculation that they could it's, move it's, it's less than one, one cent, cent of a dollar wow yeah i'd not is, even yeah. i'd not even thought about the mm. the relative mm-hmm. value yeah. to the other currencies i think it's, I think it's crashed more than 90% right so now. it's yeah. significantly, significantly low 90 yeah. Yeah. yeah as in since the war would no yeah. uh, in 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 i think it was in london trading yesterday it was down around 90% 90 yeah because yeah. yeah. there are also banks in Uh, Russian banks which have been trading in the London Stock Exchange which are down 95%, 90%. 90. 90. Yes. That is why uh, uh, that is the magnitude. I left, actually, left it yes. like at around and, and, 30, and, and, 40. And what I'm wondering is the the rubble is moving yes but you can't trade it. Yeah, you can't trade it. I, yeah. I think you can only trade it the interbanks. I don't know. I feel mm, like that's interbanks. yeah. So it's not really tradable by uh, retailers. Retailers can't really. I think you can't speculate on it, but banks can. I don't understand what you mean by 90. 90. It's 90% relative to the dollar or what? Yeah, what do you mean 90? Yeah, I think relative to the dollar basi. Mhm. What percent? 90%. Is it? I, I did from from You know what 90% is. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, without looking at okay, that magnitude of, of that, but obviously if, it's if low. Look at like a monthly, you can see like last month it was down. 35%. This month it's already down about it's at 12%. So almost 50% down. Mm. Yeah, okay. The past two months. But I was reading somewhere it was down more than 90%. Okay. Okay. So yeah, so looking at that currency now what is happening. So there's some speculation that they could move into using the Chinese yuan. Uh, if you look at yes. yeah. Not so, use Chinese. They could. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if China agrees to help them. They could start using Chinese yuan and ditch the the Russian ruble. Because if you look at history, for example, in during World War One, there's the Weimar Republic, which is Germany, mm. and they were using Deutschmarks. But yeah, yeah. Deutschmarks collapsed when mm-hmm. we had hyperinflation after World War One, mm-hmm. and that resulted into them now moving from using Deutschmarks to another currency. Was it Deutschmarks or before Deutschmarks there was another currency? One of the two. Yeah. So. During wars some of these things happen 
and the economic impact of some of these things is terrible yeah. for example like we were joking in ukraine right now obviously they are going into a deep recession because there's no economic activity going on mm-hmm. in fact it's just destruction mm-hmm. so you can imagine what will come out of that mm-hmm. yeah so i think that's where we can start off uh okay uh the current the current war yeah Okay for me in the current war most I mostly have been focused on I, I, like I don't think uh there there have been much more I don't think they've invaded Kiev yet they've yeah. not invaded like fully of course yeah. they are trying uh, some miles away from it so in terms of the invasion is it has not escalated that much yeah. that is why I think uh, apart from the eastern markets are uh, the the Moex and stuff most markets have actually not reacted so much yeah if you look at the dow if you look at the uh, s&p 500 actually i think the s&p 500 is higher than where it was last week before the the invasion mm-hmm. so the us stock markets are still stabilizing on the war because i think the invasion okay they invaded ukraine yes the soldiers are, are in ukraine but there are bombings there is death uh, i think more than 5000 people are dying but stock markets are still stabilizing and i was today researching on uh how do markets affect so and uh actually it's a very very complicated issue and most traders i think right now can be trapped in the wrong sides of the markets like trying to speculate on war is difficult very difficult because uh most people most like uh i think wars have tended to 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 have a like counter to what people expect in the markets people expect markets to crash during wars Mm-hmm. but uh, markets have actually stabilized enough during wars mm-hmm. and i think i'll read for you some some historical perspectives on yeah, how markets what, have worked to hear okay uh, i think i'm go, uh, let me go into that let me, uh, uh, just, just since let's see world war 1 world war 2 it stabilizes yeah so most traders right now i think can be i can be heavily heavily short but they forget the the how how markets work and can you are seeing that 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 dow that dow uh, uh, that dow move since uh, 1895 you remember yeah crashes crashes but they always always come back come from, back uh, from 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 any recession or any depression they go to so most people right now can be thinking uh like it's time to profit from uh, from this yes you can get some moves but still 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 if you're not a seasoned investor if you don't know where to come out you might still still miss the moves so it's so uh the main point is still uh, when you're trying to trade on on this moves because i've been getting friends telling me uh should you be selling these stocks uh how can i sell the the the, the russian stocks and stuff you need to be very very aware also of how markets can easily come back so like uh looking at history and this is a site called uh fortune So fortune uh it said let me just go to the world wars. So World War 1, World War 1, the Dow fell more than 30% and the markets were closed for 6 months. Uh when they reopened the Dow rose more than 88% uh in 1915. You see, they say how long like time frame for the 88%? Uh like when it opened after 6 months. Like that day to immediately to interpret really. it. Uh, uh, okay, I don't think that day. Yeah, that's what, okay, sir. Okay. Yeah, uh from the start of World War in 1914 until 1918, Dow gained an overall 43% during the whole war. During the whole war, 1914 to 1918, it gained 43%. Was US in the war at that time? Uh they came in uh, around 1917 as it ended. Uh The US are always the last people to join our. Yeah. Is that part of a reason why their stock will be growing? Yeah, because if you look at uh like right now why markets are zigging up is the sanctions that have been placed on china don't have much impact on other econ- on on russia I mean, don't have much mm-hmm. impact mm-hmm. on other economies mm-hmm. okay. yeah, apart from things like oil oh, apart from oil, yeah, yeah oil. but economies like the US, us mm-hmm. the european <coughs> economies some of those countries will not be hugely affected especially if the war does not and uh, others may benefit others may benefit like, actually because russia and some sanctions they can't do they can't maybe export some things to some countries so of course some countries will look to go to look for those things in other countries that's a very good thing other countries exactly, exactly exactly so you may find so that those loopholes yeah. being filled by other companies now because as you yeah. continue as you're continuing just now because i'd like to know also in terms of that's us i'd like to know also germany how it was performing because that time germany was in that war yeah 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 how them they were performing at that time because i germany think during, during that, that time, time they had hyperinflation During the war itself. During the war, after World War One. 
Okay. Yeah. So, so it depends. It depends on the market we're looking at. Yeah. True. Yeah. True, okay. true, true. But just just finish finish your. Okay. Yeah. Uh, World War Two. Mm-hmm. The Dow increased ten <clears> percent on the first day of trading after Hitler invaded Poland in nineteen thirty nine. And I think that is exactly what uh, what you're trying to say. Like. Uh, like uh will certain markets will certain markets uh like you see when like let's say during covid mm. all stock markets were down yeah mm-hmm. see? there was no divergence mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. all the stock, stock markets market were down worldwide yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. uh during wars i think now it is uh is it now the geographical location first which will suffer first mm-hmm. because also me i believe not that there are, are the dow won't tank mm-hmm. the more extreme answer mm-hmm. uh like they are they are the the spark mm-hmm. With time, the DAO will also follow through because mm-hmm. of also we know the economic uh, cycle coming up. So, uh, but at this point, you see, the DAO increased ten percent on the first day of Hitler invading uh, Poland. That is 1939. Mm-hmm. So, stocks gains in uh, in 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 uh, in the US, as you're saying, maybe it's is because is money moving now to the US because mm-hmm. it's 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 safer. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe that's another reason. So you you can be trying to shut down right now and guys are stocking into the dow. More person at Oka Moex. Yeah, the dow, yeah. When the uh when the attack on Pearl uh, Pearl Harbor uh, occurred, mm-hmm. stocks fell 2% but regained uh those losses Serious? in one month. Totally fell 2%. Yeah. From 1939 until the end of the war in late 1949, the dow increased 50%, more than 7% mm-hmm. per year. That is now World War Two, which now the U.S. were at least more active in the World War Two. Cuban Missile Crisis, well, sixty-six, sixty-two, sixty-two. Okay. While many feared events in 1962 would lead to World War Three, investors were rather zen. During the 13-day uh, confrontation, uh, the Dow just uh, just lost 1.2 percent and gained 10 percent during the remainder of the year. 9/11, stocks tumbled nearly 15 percent in a matter of days. 15% eh uh, following the terrorist attack they never closed the exchange they did after some time yeah, yeah, yeah. i think only that day they were closed okay yeah but within months the market had gained those losses so that was 911 iraq war stocks jumped 2.3% when the us invaded iraq in 2003 the markets were up 30% by the end of the year yeah i think those are those are the wars in this uh, in this uh, in this uh, article mm-hmm. Yeah so you uh, you can see it uh it's 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 counter to what most of us were expecting you see mm-hmm. but also for me I I tend to believe uh it also depends on uh the market cycles we are at like things just things that things just don't replicate themselves like mm-hmm. they can be similar but not a replica mm-hmm. see maybe those wars were being started when the markets were down mm-hmm. Right now markets are at the highest levels they've ever been. And that's mm-hmm. a very very important point what you've just said. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The highest levels market have ever been. Mm-hmm. Uh if you look at something like uh was it I think Nasdaq or S&P it mm-hmm. it closed 10% down since top uh, since it stopped I think for 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 last month or yeah somewhere last month. So that's if you look at markets which now trying to to last month to top like 10% even down 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 is down what even down about 15% yeah, exactly down so now. markets now are trying really? even, yeah exactly mm, and that war, thing was topped at 37 if it just loses 3700 points it's down 10% and now it's at 33000 or it, it rather bottom just around there exactly so like markets already trying to signal direction even before the war mm. see so like the war coming in can be a huge spark. catalyst yeah, exactly this is much we know how many interest rates are on the table this month mm. australia Canada and states. But don't you think those prices those hikes are already priced in? Yes, they are priced in, but now uh the the for, like, for what? interest rates. Yeah. Mm. But now I think still like the move is still not like Imeanza too. The, the I don't think down. I don't think the whole move is priced in for me. Okay, they're the still, whole move still, obviously is not very, priced very in move to come just based on interest rate rising. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So the Fed are at a very very critical point because now for them also their like their main goal if you remember the dual mandate of the fed is to control inflation and to control unemployment you see yep their main goal is not to control wars and <laughs> so for them mm-hmm. will they stick to their mandate whereby inflation is skyrocketing and they have to control it so they have to raise rates amid mm-hmm. a war mm-hmm. so you see 
those questions are now which you ask yourself like uh, at the current market environments will it be similar to how other uh, wars have affected markets ama this will also be a new era in markets whereby there was a war when markets were uh, at a very very high valuations so mm-hmm. that is i think for me the question i'm asking myself like first of all with the uh, will the central banks raise rates Mm-hmm. Yes. When when is their talk by the 16th March 16th, I think 16th for for US. What if you listen to to what Powell was saying yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. He clearly said that they'll still go on with the rate hikes. Uh for them they don't believe. Currently I also think that the war is very very unpredictable. I don't know if it will get out of the Russia Ukraine territory. I don't know if other countries will get involved. But at least what we are certain at least up to now is uh we have not affected any other economy and the other places are not really affected mm-hmm. so for the feds now their focus is on inflation they won't focus on war unless the war becomes threatening mm-hmm. so i think for me i still think they'll go on with the rate hikes but the next few weeks what develops could change that course and i think that is what is really happening in the markets if you look at markets right now they are so undirectional it's very very hard to say okay yes this is the outlook that markets are going down i also share mm-hmm. the same mm-hmm. outlook but i believe there'll be very many rallies within that downward move mm-hmm. won't just yeah. see a straight leg like we saw in covid the mm-hmm. challenge of timing markets exactly. it's always a ch- it's problem always a challenge you can know we are going down but how timing. to make money now timing on that downward move and that's why people like buffett always say you can't time mm-hmm. it exactly mm-hmm. like we all knew oil will get to 100 yeah. when it was at 20 yeah. we all knew the, exactly yeah. all knew <coughs> but people who made money, money very few so negligible it's it's always a challenge it's always a challenge for you to like know this is where the markets okay you can always because I, i i like telling Caleb that the mr partridge used to tell livermore you know this is a bull market you know this is a bear market like right now i think this is a bear market mm. how fast it will be i don't know mm. how many rallies we'll have i don't know uh when will bottom i don't know the mm. factors that will make it bottom i don't know mm-hmm. but at least i can tell from the factors that are going on we are going mm-hmm. to a rate hike inflation is very very high in the midst of our i don't see any bullish factor mm-hmm. honestly exactly. for this market mm-hmm. to rise there's there's no bullish factor for for prices to rise mm-hmm. but markets are still rising mm-hmm. you, you you'll see a move to 33 then you'll see a rebound i think those rallies will always be there yeah, but the overall direction of the market over the next few weeks few months i think is to the downside mm-hmm. exactly. especially as the war is developing mm-hmm. yeah yeah because uh as we came into this year mo- like most investors were or like were were pegged on that market's going down yeah. mm-hmm. without even the fact of the war yeah see mm-hmm. now the war is there just as a catalyst yeah that's a see? good catalyst exactly so like most investors were going mm-hmm. to and if now fell yeah yeah like uh raise rates uh 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 uh, uh, uh rates are risen by the feds market may may consolidate at the top for almost five months now think since like which market the dow the dow yeah the dow i think yeah, it is a point it wasn't creating strong yeah, highs yeah, strong highs it again it's showing some weakness yeah some weakness again <clears throat> trying to break like a uh, break that that uh topping mm-hmm, so if we mm-hmm. break that topping most likely the direction is clear but as mm-hmm. ken is saying uh, if making money from it will be difficult mm-hmm. because one the volatility is very high mm-hmm. very high Mm-hmm. So most investors <laughs> most investors <laughs> yeah. don't have even enough money to hold during these volatilities. Mm. Your $1000 can be wiped out so easily in mm. such markets. So most people who will actually make a money and who have actually just been making money in the markets are the seasoned investors. People who know uh, uh, to structure portfolios well. Mm. People who know how to move portfolios like right now if you're having your portfolios in Europe mm-hmm. it's difficult for you to make money, you see? Mm uh maybe you can now move your money to china maybe or us you see so for mm. most people who don't understand how to to move money as risks develop in areas still i still like we i think we all uh, uh, like agree with that like um uh, only only like uh only uh the people who know how markets work will we, i will be the only one who will even benefit from this war because mm-hmm. i was also talking to my friends yesterday and she was uh, she was telling me uh So Taras, you traders uh, like the world is in a crisis but you guys are making money. <laughs> like don't you feel like your business is uh, is uh how do I put unethical. it? Yeah, like sort of unethical. Like you guys are making a lot of money making a bank but <laughs> other other people taking are taking advantage yes, of yes, the yes, exactly. And I didn't have a solid answer to that because <laughs> 
for me me i'm trading prices and markets depending on like i don't care like what is actually my trade but i don't think it's really unethical i think the one who's unethical is the one who's causing the crisis like for you you're just you're just benefiting out of it like you're mm-hmm. not you didn't really call billions that's to. why the people were against him like uh, he made a killing yeah during right. such times even during in the, the 2008 the crisis years. many people were against the big banks the goldman sachs those people mm-hmm. who and got those shots people will come after them Exactly. Be against them. They don't agree. Guys are now homeless in New Year. Yeah, and you. But I feel like that's that's <laughs> also okay. also may I agree with you. Let me said it's, it's the same way. Like I was with another friend of mine also. She was saying she doesn't believe in capitalism. Her only reason for that is because the poor are getting poorer and the rich are getting richer. Okay? So to her it's an ethical that's why she doesn't like it. But may I told her, may I can't go against that. May I'm so <clears throat> It's so hard like you were saying in the podcast with with that with what's her name one guy it's hard to level the playing field okay yes, it's, extremely hard, it's, it's extremely Even hard the Bible, to level since king solomon <laughs> see we've read uh, the book by the, uh, the book uh, the richest the richest man in babylon mm-hmm. and asamanga you can't complain you're poor do what the rich do exactly you see like your stuff city manza size yet you know kuna poor and rich it has been there since the bible since wakati wa yesu communism are not really really caring for the poor but they are against the rich exactly it's never always exactly. a battle for the guy who's at the bottom <laughs> it's always umbo na kuna gari tatu na gasina and most of the time so, it's even personal exactly. it's not he so, doesn't have factual reasons that is one thing that would make me be a capitalist more than a communist and the second one is i believe anyone who believes in communism has not studied the impacts of communism because mm-hmm. if you look at the impacts of communism relative to how capitalism works they are very very if different you if two. you compare the two mm-hmm. first of all capitalism is built in the aspect of free markets so True. it's about competition yes a communistic system win. private property is owned by the government it's controlled by the states so some things if you think about them and you get corrupt individuals russia is up, russia was one of the biggest communist societies during the stalin era remember mm. okay just during stalin. the joseph stalin era okay. and they had one of the worst periods economically Yeah. You get. Yeah. So if you look at the impacts of communism relative to capitalism, yeah. I don't think really you can compare the two. Because mm-hmm. the introduction of capitalism, the father of capitalism was obviously Adam Smith. True. And Adam Smith was interested in finding out how we can grow economies, how mm-hmm. we can make people better people exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How we can grow productivity, how mm-hmm. we can raise the standards of living. Mm-hmm. I think those are the main questions of capitalism. Mm-hmm. But like you said, mm-hmm. something comes with its disadvantages mm-hmm. nothing comes out fully mm-hmm. well you get because mm-hmm. if you look at like china china was a communistic country for a very long time mm-hmm. but they have recently made progress after moving from communism to capitalism mm-hmm. recently in china there were no uh, billionaires there were no millionaires yeah. those things currently now china is termed as a capitalistic society but, but with some communistic elements okay you get yeah. so their government is still very authoritarian they've still not really mastered the How, art of uh, democracy yeah they still Ownership have some of land is on, uh, they started coming now people can own do all those stuff exactly okay. now we have people like jack ma they are billionaires you have people like aponima tencent mm-hmm. those people are billionaires because mm-hmm. if you look at capitalism the whole idea of capitalism is as i'm trying to progress myself mm-hmm. by nature i will make you progress true and the economy and the people around and me and the people around <coughs> me you get mm-hmm. so as i'm trying if you look at someone like jeff bezos as mm-hmm. he was building amazon he's built several millionaires he's built several jobs he's improved the living standards of very many americans he increased the gdp increased the gdp a lot of things a lot mm-hmm. of positive things so let's mm-hmm. only not let focus on the fact that bezos akona 200 billion na kuna msia na food let's also look at some of the jobs he's created you get mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for for that I'm I'm more of a capitalistic person than a communist. I also have friends who believe in communism mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and we sit down and chat with them about the, the yeah the impacts and yeah. but there's the middle of capitalism and socialism. There's yeah. the middle which is capitalism and communism. Capitalism is extreme right, communism is extreme left, socialism is in the middle. So you can be in the middle where you believe okay some elements of capitalism can be changed. For example, mm-hmm. we can tax the rich more 
yeah. and the poor mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh we can tax corporations more mm-hmm. mm, we can make it difficult for people to move their properties to other places such mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. yes can change some elements of capitalism and make them better mm-hmm. help the person who's at the bottom mm-hmm. but the same person who's telling you you're benefiting from uh, a crisis is the same person who'll want to make money when things are booming mm-hmm. true or false true exactly mm-hmm. so the world is just built like at least mm-hmm. not fighting how things are i think the way things are is just the way things are you have to come to terms with reality mm-hmm. and you now have to do what lawi said like you have to think about how mm-hmm. will i position myself and and if you look at something that's very important just looking at trends and how they go after covid so many millionaires that were made yeah after wars there are a lot of people who people are, will make money exactly yeah. So I was looking at the Russian oligarchs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who do not know what oligarchs, I looked at the meaning oligarchs basically uh, especially in Russia. Uh this uh let me just read that meaning. The meaning of it. The corrupt individuals. <laughs> okay, according to they didn't go corrupt. They just said especially in Russia, a very rich business leader with a great deal of political influence. Okay. Because mm. okay. most people are claiming that these people are basically corrupt. That's why they're super rich. <laughs> More or less. Actually, I think uh me understood oligarchs is uh people who benefited so much from government's Putin. failing. Exactly. And una was from benefiting from government's failing. Like the oh, South, like, okay. like the South Sudan guy. Okay, government's failing. Like, okay. Okay. Like you kill Crashing. your country but you're banking so much on it. Yeah. Uh, exactly. okay, okay. Mm. Yeah, I looked to so Russian oligarchs are this basically the tycoons yeah, tycoon, of Russia. Political tycoons. The big people and I saw that many of them like now with the trends of saying most of these people now benefited especially after the wars. Mm. The war and especially when the Soviet was dissolved. Now, when Russia has become a state on its own, I think if I looked well I think it was in the 90s. In 1991. 91, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. is when they they became now the Republic of Russia. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now I looked you now this oligarchs this were now this most of them mm-hmm. started now becoming very very rich. So so with what I'm seeing now with the sanctions that are being put on them like the one we are looking at the Abramovich the one who's selling Chelsea a lot mm-hmm. of pressures on him because the sanctions like you are talking about the sanctions are really putting pressure especially on the influential this political influence people live 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 putin himself because putin himself will make your sanctions yeah like i don't know what what sanctions does he really have him himself i know the ones for the country like the swift and all those could block you a few things in terms of imports and exports what, what does putin have do you know i think in one it? he can't move to other countries oh so, serious yeah so okay. that is one of them he can't access also his personal funds which are yeah. in other countries i've seen i've seen that one like and in so switzerland in switzerland and mm. all these other places so people come sanction you and now this oligarchs are being done for the same exactly they're being refused from flying into certain areas they're freezing their money so like what we were saying we were joking yesterday then you were laughing Ken, in the office this guy has millions of billions but you're not billionaire like you want to do put oligarchs all oligarchs you know you're a billionaire but you don't have money and you don't know how you like but you know you're a billionaire but you want access to funds that's why the, the, the Chelsea guy is trying to sell it as fast as, po- as possible before like and i'm seeing he's also saying with he's been putting a about almost 2 billion in tweet which was putting it as a loan but now he doesn't want it back. Yeah. And the one that I was laughing especially was <laughs> was the sanction I saw from Pakistan. You saw? No. Pakistan on the sanction. What do you sanction your nini? Rice. Defaulting on the loan. Halai. Halai Russia. Esa. Like hey, what these people about 1.7 <laughs> <million. laughs> billion. I take advantage vizuri. But anyway, mine was my point was to look that that trend. So my, my point now I'm trying to think what I don't know how long the war will be. I don't know how this aftermath is going to be. But how how will this Russian oligarchs benefit from this? I'm sure most of them will go back to being rich. They're still rich. It's just that they've been frozen. But I'm trying to think how how will these guys survive this this period? It's for them it will be because it will be a hard time for them. It will be hard because like this guy was telling me we were discussing with uh he was here the the first guest we had what was his name? John. John Mwalandi. <laughs> you're still in the office this russian tycoons uh most of them are like so to him all these most rich russian tycoons are bad people 
So already, if this guy doesn't have money, people are loyal to them because of the money they have. The fact that these guys don't have money, Kwanza, it's very easy to see now internal, yes, exactly, those ma- fights, internal overthrowing, those things. Because this guy can't pay you, he can't continue sustaining, you can't promise this guy money and he can't live. Already, it's already tight in Russia, the sanctions they have, so already you, you can't survive, it's tough. So you're saying, these oligarchs are going to have a very, very, very hard time. Yeah, very hard time. And that's why I'm seeing, I was seeing here, uh, a lot of their... Hey, the, uh, most of these oligarchs also own most of these big companies in Russia. You yeah. should remember that. Of course. The companies which are down 50% now. Yeah. So like because combined I've seen they've lost about three to, to is it almost 150 billion billion dollars. Yeah. Right. The oligarchs only. Yeah, the oligarchs. And it just doubled the other day. And like uh uh-huh. Yeah, continue. I was reading somewhere like do you know how how much Putin is estimated to be worth? Uh, if I remember last the last I saw really last two years about 200 200 yeah there's 700 billion dollars worth but uh his What? statement he says he's worth a million dollars one 1 million dollars <laughs> he owns a house a horse and a ranch that's it <laughs> yeah yeah so me that's all i have <laughs> but uh, according but, to uh, what are they estimating it on your 700 billion what does uh, he own uh, think m- I think most of it is is private companies. Most of these big companies in Russia are still private. They're not privately uh, owned. They're privately owned. So I think they like he's owning most of it under other under, people's uh, name. Other people's name and image oh, clean so much. It's serious. so clean on mm. his uh, on So that's his why money. they are going after these oligarchs. They mm. know if they like, get exactly. these oligarchs they've gotten Putin. Exactly. Because those are the ah. people who stole money for him. Mm. Like he literally okay, doesn't okay, have okay. Doesn't money have in his bank. Big money <laughs> on him. But he has yeah. people now who have money for him. And if this sanction is on him right now during the war, mm-hmm. yeah, especially like those for money, how is it really affecting him? He doesn't need the money right now. Why? But he needs himself. the money most right now. But if Can't he, the government he help is him? using state funds, of course. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Uh-huh. He's using him himself. He's using state him funds. Himself. But those state funds are getting depleted. That's the point. I think the sanctions will only work if this thing gets prolonged. Exactly. You get because yes, and you have reserves of seven hundred billion dollars, but how much are you spending on a daily basis? Hundreds oh. of millions. Exactly. You're spending a lot. You're spending a and, lot. And there's a point. Uh, it's gone. There's a there's an interesting point I was going to ask. No, yeah. How, how is Russia financing this war? See, they have reserves. They mm. planned themselves, but just that. Hey. Russia is a wealthy nation. It's bro. a wealthy nation, but now reserves. Can't be You've seen that. the convoy, mm. yeah. the 40 million, the 40 mile convoy. Hey, bro, Russia, 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 bro, you know. Well, well, if we just estimate, you just estimate. You just Besides military, okay, wait. If we just estimate, 40 miles mm. is about 64 kilometers. Yeah, let's say here to 70. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. How long is it here to Nevada? 70 yeah, kilometers. 70 kilometers. Eight, yeah. Bro, all those people, even to 15,000 troops. <laughs> But was, 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 you know, also Russia has the, the, the I know they have difficulties because one of the things that they'd do if they never had sanctions is they'd keep printing money. Exactly. That's Now what they have sanctions. So as much as you print, you can't change it to another currency because oh, they're the banned from dead. using euro dollar all these other currencies yeah, so, that's so. why people are speculating yeah. on chinese yuan and also you've seen most of the people move into cryptocurrencies because actually powell was asked yesterday okay these people are now using cryptocurrencies how can you sanction them there he said yes they use cryptos we don't have much power there but still there's the limitation of how many cryptos can they buy and how will and they liquidate this, them this is an important it's an important it's It just come it's an important era for cryptos because yeah. cryptos have never experienced war exactly so cryptos actually so this it's is it's a very important time to watch so it's cryptos the changing world order, order. <laughs> so things are changing very fast And like right now attention. people now understand okay now this is the value of cryptocurrency at least no country can come and say currency any mekufa Mm-hmm. Then they can't sanction it. They can't sanction it. Yeah. How will you sanction Bitcoin? Yeah, because the only thing I'm seeing, because I was seeing, um, they're having the difficulties they might have with, <laughs> as much as Bitcoin is also decentralized and all that. Remember, you have to do it through exchanges. So yeah. I'm seeing some exchanges are really banned. They're already yeah. sanctioning them. <laughs> exactly. And most exchanges again are not in Russia. Yeah, true. 
True. Because yeah. I saw the only two big ones that are in Russia. Just and two. that's where now the that's, US has power. Because yeah. the US has power to most of these technologies. Like cryptos, most of them are built from the US. If you look at... But uh, as you continue... Yeah, continue. Internet companies point. also, they're built from the US. You know, I was just... You remember we, the way we were joking? If the US decides today, okay, nothing in charge of what you ban YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google, uh, HP, what to me, Microsoft, I'm to me, MacBooks, iOS. My friend, we are doomed. Because <laughs> already we Apple has stopped. Uh, Apple pay. Their operations exactly, in the operations Russia. in Russia. So if you if you think about it, that's what is called being a superpower. Like, you have so much influence on people. You have superpower. You're a superpower. Like, if those people decide... Imagine just they close those businesses. How many people, first of all, are just out of business, including us? Mm-hmm. We're out of business immediately. Like, mm-hmm. you you can't meet clients now online. You can't talk <laughs> the to Zoom them. Zoom is down. The Zoom is down. Mm-hmm. All these things, And most of them are One of the most the important, internet is down. Internet, exactly. So you can't even go online. Exactly. Styling. Like, see, see, Russia tried putting, putting uh, what? Russia, see, they kept... They put Ukraine's internet down. Yeah, but Elon Musk helped them. Yeah. So Elon Musk, the savior. Uh, so he's the modern day Superman. Exactly. So I think for me, it's true. Uh, <laughs> true. What what is really coming out is that one, some countries have very very huge influence on others. Two is wars are very unpredictable. Mm. And I think I want to just see how And this thing. You see what you're saying with predictable. That's what I've been telling you boys. Mm. Prepare for the worst. Pray for the best. That's true. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. It can be a war really serious. Really serious. So and, and that's what we were saying. The and it can escalate very fast. The other started the king uh, Hitler. He just mm. started attacking the people near them. Exactly. All of a sudden, it's a whole world war. World Kidogo war. Japan wa mitupa Palhaba. Mm-hmm. Palhaba wa mirujia Hiroshima yeah. Nagasaki. Yep. And Great. we have a grandfather went to fight in Burma, bro. Ongo. <laughs> I swear. Hey. At first too? Fight? fight in Burma. Ongo. <laughs> Can't you know your stories? ya no what <laughs> news to take in mm-hmm. there's a lot of things now escalating online there's Which a lot of false, stories yeah. yeah a lot of false stories it's the same with the story we had about uh zelensky had left the country completely never the country. left yeah. yeah so i think it's also important to know your source of information so you need to get your information anywhere especially right now just talk talk payaye payaye and you're talking a lot of nonsense you're saying what especially now with the internet where like this anyone can just post and then it's trends and that's exactly. it exactly yeah. so, so you really need to be careful also what information you consume and how you make decisions another thing that I'd like us to talk about before we even go into another thing is uh how people react because i was thinking mm. about it like everyone is Some like eh, why is the us not invading why is the us not helping if you look at journalists like i was looking at one journalist attacking boris johnson Mm. Why are you guys not attacking Russia? Seriously. Yeah, hey, why are you not going there? This is already World War 3. Can see Ukrainians are dying, civilians are dying. Mm. And I think for me with the little knowledge I have, the little I don't have much. I'm not an expert at some of these things. I'm just <laughs> saying with the little knowledge I have, the opinion I have is first of all you need to be very very strategic. Mm. As a leader you cannot do what people because most people what they do is they react emotionally. Mm. So most people who are saying invade Russia they don't even know the consequences of invading Russia them they think if you invade Russia now you have won the war mm-hmm. they don't know that could spark a bigger war mm-hmm. you get because if if now the US and all these people now start invading that means even Russia now will have to form some allies they'll mm-hmm. have to look for some people to help them that leads to a big escalation and mm-hmm. things just go south you get Obviously they could get there and they could also regret not invading earlier. Mm-hmm. So that's you get there are very many risks. Yeah, you just don't you just don't a make lot, a lot. decision. Mm-hmm. Let me react. Mm-hmm. But that 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 came to me when I was thinking about even how traders react to markets. 
I mean I trade I lose and then all of a sudden it's ni personal sasa ni me lose market tanjua you now mm-hmm. start looking for another trade you just want mm-hmm. to like you're reacting emotionally to things you're not mm-hmm. even thinking you're not mm-hmm. a strategy kwanza Out. you put it aside Absa. and Throw that on. is mm-hmm. one of the worst strategies in war mm-hmm. in war if you look at some of the best books on war 33 mm-hmm. strategies of war sanzo yeah von mm-hmm. clouds with some mm-hmm. of these people who've written literature on war mm-hmm. never lose your mind mm-hmm. always always stay rational mm-hmm. And I think to stay rational under the pressure of people is one of the hardest things to do. Because mm-hmm. people are coming to you with all these emotions. Mm-hmm. You why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Why are you not using your power well? Mm-hmm. Why are you not? You get. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot that is coming a lot of attacks which could make you also lose your rationality mm-hmm. and you still have to stay rational and make the right decision. That's mm-hmm. not a very very easy task. Mm-hmm. And also that that's one thing that was interesting to me. Well, I was just watching how people are reacting especially on social media and on all these other platforms. So it's it's quite quite interesting. Quack box. Yep. So another thing I'll, I'd like us to talk about. Now the trade was so uh, in 2018 I remember when I started trading in 2018 because of that they benefited from from the start of the trade war. So Trump came into power in 2016. In 2018 he started one of the biggest trade wars with China and he started now placing tariffs. I think after mm. Biden came in the trade was still there the tariffs are still there but Biden is not like Trump he doesn't impose tariffs via Twitter he <laughs> cuz Trump will just tweet I've, I've imposed tariffs on 300 billion worth mm. of goods and markets will just go wild like mm. I remember there was one time I had a gold position it was on a Friday I was just going about my activities then on Twitter I think around 4:30 Trump tweets that he's imposed tariffs on 300 billion dollars mm. Chinese exports. Mm. I'm telling you on that day gold rallied from about 18 something boom all the way to 1875. Mm. Made some good money came out of that. But that taught me a lot. So trade was also some of the things which we should talk about because trade was a mm. part of the geopolitical wars which go on because there mm. are trade wars, there are military wars, there are cyber attacks mm. like the Russian attacks which they try to attack your your country. Mm. So there are very many types of wars. There is it's not just military. Mm-hmm. Just don't fight yeah. militarily. Mm-hmm. So like trade with the trade war between China and COVID guys were saying it was biological war. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> chemical war, yeah, something of the sort. Mm-hmm. So like the 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 attack that uh the, the trade war between China and US. Mm-hmm. So it's still going on. It's still not over. And the idea is the Chinese are really benefiting from the American markets while the Americans are not really benefiting from the Chinese markets. Mm-hmm. So Americans are really trying to regain that superpower status make America great. That was exactly. the dream of Trump, Trump actually. Like, yeah. You guys stop being you guys have land in Texas. <laughs> Build your Build own manufacturing companies. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was the idea. So that was the and right now even Biden is pushing for the same because like I was lis- yeah. listening to his his speech and by the politics is quite interesting mm-hmm. especially in relation to markets i was listening to his speech the other day and he was talking about how uh, a drug like insulin which is used for diabetes is sold for like 30 dollars across the world but the us they sell it for 300 dollars mm? yes why it's a good question <laughs> why and it's because manufacturing is outsourced from another place so when they're taking it to the american market they'll sell it at the american prices they won't sell it to them at the normal prices and so mm-hmm. for them to cut some of those prices down to bring them down they want to build their own factories like he's saying so they want to establish like Elon Musk is already establishing his own factory mm-hmm. in Texas most companies like even Nike are thinking of moving their production he from finished it i think he finished it yeah. exactly something yeah, i'm not sure down to texas, to texas. Yeah, yeah and he can't he's, move he's already in production operations yeah. are not there yeah, yeah. so those are some of the state giving lower tax lower taxes yeah yeah so those are some of the impacts which come with a trade war but a trade war is not necessarily also very very good because one it lowers uh, economic activity mm-hmm. so as much as you know when you start fighting yes you are specialized in manufacturing you are specialized on this other thing mm-hmm. once we start fighting first of all all of us have lost focus mm-hmm. right. and one of the elements of capitalism is specialization mm-hmm. home specialized uku mimi specialized uku shikane tu have changing but you can imagine now me you lavi we start now crossing paths on you you're doing this me i'm doing this mm-hmm. so we find ourselves even working on the same projects and doing the same things mm-hmm. obviously progress gets slowed down mm-hmm. so the trade war now between china 
and Russia and and, and in the oh, US in the US yeah oh, oh, oh. China and the, the, US not the, the, the previous company. one yeah. mm-hmm. it's still going on yeah well, the, it's still one. going on because mm-hmm. Biden people expected Biden will come in and remove it. remove the tariffs but yeah. he never did that oh, he didn't he, he just left them i've not seen any tariffs removed yeah uh, from from China and and, and the US mm-hmm. and the impact of that on markets is also very very tight because mm-hmm. you can see inflation skyrocketing because of supply constraints mm-hmm. so supply chain yeah supply chain getting products to some place becomes become very, very expensive yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. i think that's 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 basically like the the main effect of trade was mm-hmm. uh basically trade trade uh, most times it, it, it it's physical trade on a, like a commodity trading mm-hmm. like uh ship a uh, shipping's airlines and stuff mm-hmm. uh which countries produces which which good and which countries the best export of this which countries import this and if you look at markets which have suffered the most first of all it's the oil market mm-hmm. oil is becoming almost twice the price it was back in october november yeah So if you look at let's say a cost of production if let's say you are a company that uses heavily oil your cost of production basically doubles in 4 months. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. mm. wow. So uh the challenge of trade was now is is now it makes glo- uh, like growth and globalization slow. Because mm-hmm. cause one standard of living uh, not standard of living cost of livings increase so much due to inflation. During wars of course there is no productivity in terms of employment you see like almost everyone right now in Ukraine is unemployed in Russia in Russia unemployed you see but what's happening in Russia economically yeah, they, there's no activity some, even some, some because Ukraine I know there's in no. Russia because they don't want to be to be to be to be to be taken into the military So they see yeah, so where yeah. they going they are running away zona hapa hapa hizo ma countries zingine ndogo ndogo hapo chini so uko sando utapigwa so like uh, i was looking at like something like the prices of wheat we uh, uh, wheat in terms of uh, ukraine and russia are the biggest producers of wheat mm-hmm. in and, the world yes in the world like the biggest exporters of wheat and that is one market which has been uh, speculated to, to 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 become very very expensive in the near uh, uh, in the near future have you seen the chart yes i've seen i've seen the the the, 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 the wheat coco palm oil hot palm oil is no i think wheat today is up i think almost 8% if you look at those markets i can tweet i just search wheat yes, just search wheat global trend good <laughs> 80% Last month. Doing two days, bro. Exactly. Second. <laughs> Today's third. Yeah. But so, you know, also part of the reason these prices are rising higher is what Soros calls the reflexivity of the market. Rising inflation results in rising price of goods, while rising price of goods will in turn result to rising inflation. Mm. So you get that relationship. It's very hard to know which factor to is, pull because yeah. if you pull yeah. one, it pulls the other one. Back in August I think it was 500 right now it's at $1000 100 so everything is skyrocketing in prices and that is what I think will now affect because guys have been saying okay you want to affect I think now the trade wars will directly affect global markets like mm-hmm. not global markets and even households globally Mm-hmm. you will feel the pain caliber you will feel the pain you will be fueling at the petrol station looking at fu- fuel is 150 yes, you ask me bana me bana i remember <laughs> in january last year when i used to fuel 1000 mm. bob would get me 11 liters so mm. right now 1000 bob only gets me 7 liters eh exactly That's down 40% 40 so imagine you the time like you only come bow sign one 115 exactly so <laughs> like cost easy. of living is going to to become very very expensive and mm-hmm. we are all going to feel that hit usidhani tu sasa atiwe utakuwa na watch cuz we're talking with a friend of mine yesterday so no joy work cuz it tokot na watch car movie who saying that hey that's silly man that's But for some time we'll watch it like a movie like right now we're watching it but even for some time you'll go and fight you won't Africa pia tunakataa kwanza tunaambia si alafu mzee tufunzenyo tudai kwanza Africans kwanza tunakataa He was saying if it escalates his savings ala stock food akatuke jani at you can be walking outside here they see like this guy is six foot and looking a foot issue 
exactly so for me i think the uh the trade wars will really, really affect lives of almost everyone in the world exactly because if you look so if you look at oil oil you may talk from russia russia itself they like blocking if let's say the, the war was continuing but they are telling them okay you can still supply your oil to the world oil maybe in kwasa maybe size in the naingia hapo na and by the way they've not they've not sanctioned russia has not reiterated after the sanctions right yeah. it's not, done nothing the nothing reiterated doesn't they've not put in any sanctions on europe because if they decide today they're not selling to europe oil kwani oil tafika ngapi yeah but they need it they need these people to still pay for those things and how are they paying them and they can't use the other currencies i don't know that's what's going to ask how are they paying for this oil this gas which they're exporting to europe how they how are the europeans paying the russians are they taking oil right now from russia yeah i don't think so they are taking i don't think so they are taking they don't stream don't from russia to germany ajazima yo they've not said they won't supply to anyone they're still supplying right i don't heard anything like that russia has not reiterated nothing will push oil prices ikifungo on 140 150 previous highs boom 150 exactly and you know the the highest price for oil is 140 uh, so 200 so dollars a barrel so 200 is, is something very possible <laughs> very 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 possible so. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and exactly i'm saying that because cost of living is increasing but wages it's still the same and that's the point i was going to get into inflation eco high oil is getting expensive living standards is going to increase of course it will affect prices of things but wages stable constant maybe even going down <laughs> but in the yeah, states is going high in the states is going high but yeah but worldwide worldwide uh, of course most countries wages are destabilizing exactly if 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 you if you earn 100000 let's say in kenya you pay <laughs> Consider with your example can for oil oil now one your monthly fuel used to be let's say like 10 g's mm. right now, now it's, it goes 15 like 14 15 yeah let's yeah. say 15 it's up okay, already now but you know 100 rent was 30 g's it's up slowly to catch up tafika 35 40 up hotels goods everything else is going up but food. your wages food eh unga on the oil not oil cooking oil expensive sana very very expensive and and now let's <laughs> let's move away from from like the the the, mm. uh, the the wars and the geopolitical tensions let's go back to markets because markets are very very fun first of all there's the volatility index a spike in volatility once you've seen the wars like there's a very very high chance volatility like right now in normal locations volatility is between 12 and 15 18 on the vix on the vix during wars crises we jump to extreme volatilities of even 80 currently we are at 30 30 we've not seen the covid volatility uh, the covid volatility but you'll go panic 80 85 eh i don't know serious but also there's the playbook mm. what do you trade Mm. how do you position yourself mm. how do investors position themselves mm-hmm. remember like there was this sunday when was it the sunday when they had just invaded was it last week oh, that's what happened when i called you and told you for this week the playbook is long gold short oil you called me on sunday yeah, it was start sunday. of this week the start of this no it mm. was not this week you called me when the word already started it wasn't last week sunday it was this week no it was trades for last week it was last week bro i remember i remember well Why were you short on oil when you were saying the voice No, not there. short oil. You said long oil, long gold, short, short stocks, stocks, long dollar. No, mm. yeah. that was the playbook. You get. Mm. Mm. Up to now markets are still respecting that playbook because mm. I've been tracking it. You get. Mm. So if you are long gold, mm-hmm. if you hey, this is not investment advice by the way. <laughs> <laughs> if you decide to follow yeah, it. Another that's past data. <laughs> yeah, that's past data. <laughs> Two, I've not given you entries, I've not given you exits, I've not told you how much to risk. Mm. So there are very many things which as much as you know the direction will hinder you from making any money. But anyway, let's keep talking about it. Like so for me, mm-hmm. it's still interesting that a market like gold, silver, I've not seen this market spike as high as they should be trading. I think mm-hmm. gold, gold, gold is one of the commodities which is still lagging relative and to other commodities. Think, uh, for that mm-hmm. point I think rate hikes No, not even tax. The war is just a week into. The, we are just a, a week into the war. So you can see gold the effects, really the effects are to be long term. Mhm. You don't expect gold to double in one week. No, not so doubling, even, but yeah. the volatility. Like if you look at a market like oil. Mm. 
Oil has moved from about 95 this week to trade as high as 115 dollars a barrel. 92. So 92 actually mm. was the price. It opened at 92 actually yeah. Mm. And now we are at 115 dollars exactly. a barrel. Corn ime jump up 20% yenye unatuambia. Wheat is up in 20% in 2 days. Mm. Anyway, I'm still long gold. I'm looking for those trades just like Claudia yeah, said. But it's just the way you keep be saying patient. timing yeah. Uh, timing because timing patient. the markets you it's have long to term. be very very And gold volatility when it comes. It comes. It comes in the bank. Because right now, I think the only safe option if you have any currency is to hold gold. Because mm-hmm. gold is God's money. But then how is silver performing? Silver is also, it came out, but it never really went higher. It's gold is God's money. Gold is God's money. Right now, if you're in Russia, and I'm going to say, hey, to me, Bani Rubol, kawa likuwa na gold, saiba doko sawa. Nikenda US, neza tumia gold. Nikenda anywhere, neza tumia gold. So gold has always... Proved the test of time. Bitcoin is trying to replace so it. And it's God's really, money. really working, by the way, if you think about it. If gold is God's money, Bitcoin is man's money. <laughs> Maybe. But also Bitcoin is it's quite interesting. Because if you think about it, during this war, people have turned more into Bitcoin even rather than gold. Mm-hmm. So Bitcoin could really come up to be the mm-hmm. digital gold that and people have always been talking because about. Because of those... Benefits, liquidity. liquidity. Remember when people are buying gold, they need to find a place to store it. You don't need to do that with Bitcoin. If you think about it, you should hold Bitcoin for long time. <laughs> yeah, long term Bitcoin. You should is very, hold it for very, very long. I think there's a very gold. big trade there. Mm. Especially if the technology is not hacked, right? Which has not been hacked for years, forever. And also governments ban it, because also governments could ban it. Yeah, that's the biggest risk for cryptos and cryptos. that market. But changing world order, you have to be smart about it. The new world order gold could be replaced by Bitcoin. Because I feel like Bitcoin has actually been more volatile than gold. I think it always has been. Okay, it always has been, but some climates, some some conditions have always called for. Because gold has sat in a, gold sat in a consolidation ever since when. 2020, August was when you had a top. Then mm. it came into a consolidation for the whole of last year. Almost two years. Between 1700 and 1900, mm. you just sat there for the whole... The triangle. Exactly. And then we've just recently taken out that and we're now trading at 1928, mm-hmm. uh, coming from about as low as 1700. Mm-hmm. I think if the war goes on, gold 3000 is an accurate target. Mm-hmm. Like I think if it goes on, yeah. if, if if things escalate, 2500, mm-hmm. 3000 is an accurate Maybe target. If you just look at the levels. Okay, COVID came, taps 2000. Exactly, it came back. If oh, now we're going to, to back into that level. Yeah. If we break mm. that level, of course, the next target is three. To 2,500, 3,000. Mm. We could yeah. easily, Easy. easily see those targets. Mm. So guys, as you're trading, uh, I know that's what you're interested in. Mm. <laughs> 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 interested in just that. After you podcast, you're taking a top three, gold will say my tender, 3,000. But anyway, If you think about it, historically, during wars, I think uh, those are some of the markets you should be holding. Because even mm. I was thinking about a country like, like Russia or other countries, how mm. they defend themselves right now. Mm. If, you, if you want to like, protect yourself, for example, if you're the Federal Reserve, if you're the Bank of England, mm-hmm. if you're the People's Bank of China and you want to protect yourself from a war. Because mm-hmm. you know what, what will happen in this war is people now will start being selfish. That's yeah. how unity is. Ikianza kuwa serious unity mm-hmm. inaishanga bana eh mm-hmm. hey, sasa hapa mmeanza kuwa our people or our economy is not doing well mm-hmm. so obviously as much as people are very very united right now people are also taking their own chances and planning themselves right yeah. and if you want to plan <laughs> yourself yeah, as a yeah. central bank governor right now is you hold not dollar reserves you just hold gold reserves because mm-hmm. gold is actually going to be a better bet than holding a currency because a currency can be manipulated by the sure. government Mm-hmm. But I think gold can't yeah, you know, be let by the government. Let's now print this gold. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You can't, yeah, you can't, you can't do, do that. that. That's the disadvantage. Exactly. Yeah, the advantage. Yeah. So I'm sure if, if this thing goes on by the let's say for another <coughs> one, two years, like if it escalates to be a world war, like we're saying. Prepare for the worst. If, if it does that. Okay, but you're hoping for the best, actually. But if it does that, I'm sure we'll see so many. Akina Jim Rogas, Mike Maloney, those people who've been holding gold for long. Those people will make a lot of money, mm. a lot, a lot of money. Even gold. Mm-hmm. I remember that time. Remember that time when oil, I mean, gold was really rallying. They had a target of three thousand. Which bank was that? I think And actually, Goldman. in Kenya, I've seen the the, uh, the, the, the the gold ETF in Kenya has also skyrocketed over the last few weeks. Uh-huh. So there've also been an influx of buying by Kenyan people into the gold market. There's a mm. gold ETF that trades on the Kenyan market. 
and over the last few weeks it's seen one of the huge huge spikes in volume mm. uh, people have been buying gold they're betting mm. that this thing will keep of it going yeah because even russia right yeah, now yeah, yeah. The, their best yeah, bet is to hold tops. gold yeah, yeah. Tops which they have gold mm. gold reserves they that are very very strong on that so i think that's the playbook guys we can stop there uh, we've shared a bit about what you know about the war but the russia do more research like there's a lot that you can learn there's a lot that will happen uh there's a lot that will happen and will make us change our minds and we maybe won't tell you so don't follow this as investment advice again like we're saying in- instead you can come to us and we'll teach you how to think about markets which you should pay attention to uh, we have courses for anyone who's interested in learning about the financial markets especially the forex market is our area of specialization but the knowledge we'll share with you on the forex market will obviously obviously Uh, be applicable when you're trading any financial market i think among the three of us uh, if you ask us a question about financial markets as much as we may be wrong on the short term i don't think we'll be that wrong and i don't think we'd advise you to do something that is not really really wise at least because uh, we've invested so much time in understanding the markets besides that i don't think i have anything else to say rather than to say we'll see you guys next time that's it from me Peace.